It's Wednesday afternoon, September 30th, and you're tuned to 91.9 FM, WITT, the home of unpredictable music and the Indies Trusted Servant Show. And since it's Wednesday afternoon, you're tuned to the Indies Trusted Servant Show. What is Indies Trusted Servant? Well, that's me, Danny O'Malley. I do customer service training and keynote speaking about customer service and organizational culture. Something I learned about, well, starting at about the age of nine or so from the master, my late father, Joe O'Malley, at O'Malley Food Markets and even before that at two other grocery companies. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, uh, and that includes consulting on service and, uh, and culture, why give me a call at 317-413-9062. What's the Indies Trusted Servant Show? I like to describe it as lively, local, small biz and community talk where you can feel the pulse of Indy. And today, we're going to have a little fun. My fellow Indianapolis Rotarian, Jenny Agramonte, is our guest, and uh, she's going to talk about the Vine Society of Indianapolis. But before she does that, I'm going to ask her to tell us a little bit about her background and how she got involved with the Vine Society and a little bit about her business as well. So, Jenny, tell us about... Uh, the, the Jenny Agramonte business story. Okay. And how it got you into the Vine Society. Well, it's a long, interesting path. Um, I have been in media, largely radio media, for over 25 years, um, all over the nation. Um, started out in Miami, Florida, moved to California, then moved to Phoenix, Arizona. Then Wait a minute. Are you from here originally? <laughs> I'm originally from Elkhart, Indiana. Well, we, so we talked about that. You said you were yeah. a blue blazer? I am. I'm okay. an Elkhart Central right. blue blazer. Okay. Yes, sir. So um, in all of that, I didn't start out in media. Media. When I moved to Miami out of college, IU Bloomington, um, I thought I wanted to be in the retail industry. So I went down there to work for Verdine's department stores for Verdine's. a man named Howard Sokol, who was a Midwest guy and uh, recruited a lot of Big Ten folks. So I ended up down there and very quickly determined, no, I did not want to work in the retail space. Unlike you, Mr. O'Malia, who worked in the <laughs> grocery store industry for a long I can, time. I can appreciate that. <laughs> so I, um, I got involved with media then with a print publication, a weekly arts and entertainment uh, newspaper called The New Times, selling advertising. Down I'm, in Florida still? Down in yeah, Florida. Okay. On Miami, lived on South Beach and had Ooh, a ball with it. it was before great. South Beach was as cool as it is now. You know it. I watched <laughs> it turn into that. So it was great. That was a great experience. Yeah. But that got me interested in advertising media sales. And I did print sales for a while there and then moved um, to Los Angeles and did it there for a little while also for the New Times. Then made a quick move to Phoenix, Arizona, where I jumped into radio sales. So um, I had been doing radio sales for ever since then for um, a company that everyone's going to be real familiar with here in Indianapolis, Emmis. Yes. So the Emmis radio stations and did some management for them. Um, and I also sold for Learfield Communications at IU Sports Properties. So sold sponsorships for IU football and basketball. Now that is that where you met Trish? Or um, at I Amos? actually met Trish at MS. Okay. So okay. yeah, so we had that connecting story when we met there. So yeah. So anyways, I've been in in marketing and media basically all of my career, and um, recently about it'll be two years in December. I made a move from the media sales side to the agency side with a very good friend of mine, Vicky Bolson. Okay. Who runs an agency called the Bolson Group. Okay. And it's a full service marketing agency, but 
what that leads with business as a force for good and a lot of public relations marketing. Okay. And a lot of community service, it sounds like. Absolutely. Which Very I had nice. been doing community service at Emmis as the insight director, which was a strategy that Emmis had that I don't know if you're familiar with it or not from Trish, but it connected businesses with nonprofits or issues in a marketing plan. Neat. Neat. That offered them ways to raise money for good causes or just get general information out to the public. And what's the name of that organization again? Insight. Spell that. I-N-C-I-T-E. Insight. Okay. Yep, like so okay. inciting action. Yeah, gotcha. Um so, so I had a love and a heart for giving back to community. I've always been uh, a big proponent of marketing that does good, more than just selling widgets. Gotcha. So what's all I got to do with the, the, the wine the, the 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 society? society? Yeah. Well, what happened was, is that like many other people, I had to pivot in my career when COVID hit. So um, Bolson Group was a very small agency. I was the first business development director that she had ever had of any kind in the entire history of 20 years of being in business. And as COVID rolled around, it became evident that it was not going to be a position that she was going to be able to keep on. So we talked and I just sort of started looking at different things and I had been a member of the Vine Society which is a, a wine club first and foremost that was started by two men Adam Vandosky and Phil Daniels and the reason they started the club was because they were food winies foodies, foodies and, winos. and winos <laughs> <laughs> sure how you say that right wine connoisseurs wine connoisseurs okay. and and really they were because both of them are actual sommeliers Okay. And um, so they just had a love for that. But what they really felt was that all great relationships and connections, if you think about it, are formed over food and wine, or at least food and drink. A uh, food and drink. Let's generalize Let's it. Let's generalize yeah, it. Let's yeah, make it out okay. there. Okay. All right. So anyway, they, um, <laughs> I went to a couple of their wine club events because they formed this club wanting to share the great wines that they had been able to experience. Were you a, a big fan of wine at the Always have okay, been. So you well, were kinda, since I can drink. <laughs> you, you were kind of maybe looking for a wine-oriented thing? Or well, what? you know what happened, Danny? They came and spoke at Indianapolis Rotary. Oh. So they were one of our speakers. Okay, I must have missed that one. Yep, and, they, and I just found it fascinating because what they were focusing on was we're a wine club, but not like you would normally think of because when we gather our people, we want them to be intentional with conversation. We want them to really get to know one another and talk about the experiences that they've had in life. So that's how they sat up both of the events that they do, tastings, and they have something that they have called slow dinners. Want to come back to that. We will. Uh, want to come back to that. When did these guys start this organization? Um, goodness. I have to, I think they're coming up on about four or five years. It's relatively new. Um, and both of them had other businesses at the time and were doing other things that they started them. Adam Vandosky has now switched and is actually running Vine Society full-time as an organization with several other people working with it. Is Vine Society a 501c3 or a business? It's a business. It's a business. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Do you know how many members Vine Society has, round figures? Um, you know what? I think the membership is around 100 to 150 folks right now. Okay. Uh, do you so you have oh, events like Rotary has a weekly event? How often do you guys have events? Since COVID has started, we've done not as many. Yes, but they usually yes. tried to do at least um, twice a year 
a slow dinner, so a large gathering of all the members that was a sit-down dinner, several courses. And then the tastings would be sometimes two a month, you know, sometimes Without one a month. A, it but really, a, yeah. at least monthly. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. um, and, and there, if you're a member of the club, you're going to get wine delivered to your home, hand-delivered, which is really cool. And you can, you'll get three bottles of wine. And what's really cool about it, makes it different than another club, is when you get these wines, you get a sheet that comes with them that not only tells you just what kind of wine the it history is history and, and all right you get the story you get the story of the winery and why it means something to the vine society and why they chose it so it's just it's cool it's a, it's different so than it's, a lot of other wine cups. it's pretty clubs. educational as well very much so right? it's about educating that's that that sounds pretty cool so um we're going to take a quick underwriter break and be back with jenny agramonte of the indianapolis rotary and <laughs> and insight and for the purposes of this show, the Vine Society of Indiana. First of all, we want to thank the uh, host for the studios here at 91.9 FM. That is Paul and Suzanne and their very busy crew here at My Pet Carnivore, a pet food distribution warehouse on Shelby Street in Fountain Square where the Paul and Suzanne and the very busy staff distribute healthy, frozen pet food, mostly dog and cat food, to pet owners only, not stores, in 48 states. And they have loaned us some space in the loft of their, um, of their warehouse and their, their business offices are across the way in the loft for the studios of 91.9 FM, all that unpredictable music, and the Indies Trusted Servant Show. So we thank them. We want to thank our two underwriters, and then I want to tell you about next week's show, about which I'm really excited. Two underwriters. Uh, first one is Cathedral High School. If you have a student in fifth through eighth grade, make mark your calendar for Cathedral High School's first and hopefully last virtual open house Thursday, November twelfth, from six to eight thirty p.m. Enjoy the sights and sounds of our sprawling forty-acre campus on the northeast side of Indianapolis as you experience Cathedral virtually. The event will include question and answer panels. Performances from some really talented high school oh, singers and musicians and such. Testimonials and giveaways. Greatness is calling. So register today at gocathedral.com slash open house. And as I've said since 1958, go Irish. Mm -hmm. Second underwriter is our good friend Ryan Henry uh, of Open in Indiana. And you can get old... Uh, Indies Trusted Servant shows by simply going to Open in Indiana, and you can access shows back through October of 19. So check out Open in Indiana, your destination for finding the people, places, and things that make doing business in Indiana a great place to do business and a great place to live and visit. If you own a business in Indiana, list your business and events with www.openinindiana.com to get started. Follow Open in Indiana on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Next week's guest will be the fairly new principal of Cathedral High School, Julie Barthel, and uh, she'll tell us what's going on at the school, and uh, hopefully by then the uh, Cathedral Irish football team will be about 7-0 and or 8-0 and or something like that, and um, we will talk to Julie next week. And now back to Jenny Agramonte with the Vine Society of Indiana. Let's talk a little bit more about, so you have 
So say I'm interested in wine, and mm-hmm. I'm listening to this show, and I wouldn't mind coming to one of your tastings. How do I find out when those are? Go to vinesocietyindy.com, and there you'll find out everything that's going on with the club and the different things we offer and how you can become a member. Okay, now, so since you're not having so many events now, mm-hmm. um, wine tasting could, could be difficult, right? So I'm not a member yet, but I might become a member but it's all going to be virtual. How's that working? Well, yeah, you could be invited by a member to come to one of the virtual tastings. We've had two or three of them um, since we've moved into this pandemic time. Well, wait a minute. Virtual tastings. How's that work? That's uh, pretty cool. Very, very cool. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. So basically what a virtual tasting is, is that um, let's say it's a Vine Society one for members. We'll get an email about it or we'll find out about it from Vine Society and you can make a choice to come and do this virtual tasting, which costs normally, just like our regular tastings, it's $20 for members and I think 40 for non-members. For non- so if you're not a member, it, it, you, to dip your toe in, it's going to cost you 40 bucks. Right. Okay. Exactly. So in the way a virtual tasting works is we're going to, Vine Society is going to send you two or three bottles of wine whatever that tasting might be for that money. It's going to come directly to your house. It's going to be hand-delivered to your home. You're going to be given a Zoom link in okay. a certain time, and you Zoom on just like so many of us oh, are used so to doing. so everybody's sitting and drinking wine at home right now. You got it. Okay. And right. you're being led virtually by a psalm through those those wine tastings, and exactly the same way that they would do it if they were live they'll be sharing their screen they can share pictures of the winery like i said there's great stories about the wineries that go with these wines yeah now now for the uninitiated who are listening to this show and might want to get interested in wine psalm is short for sommelier okay so and i'm not sure i'm saying that right but i think that's the right way to pronounce it i thought it was sommelier but i don't know and it might be sommelier i I think i think it might be and i don't drink much wine (laughs) but i sold a lot of wine when i had our grocery stores interesting i think it might be a sommelier i'm going to tell you an interesting sidebar story i hope you don't mind no go ahead this is 1976 we have three stores in hamilton county and we are going to open our first store in indianapolis at 56th and fall creek um and um we back then now you might be too young to remember this but wine was um across from the beer at the end of the coke aisle Mm -hmm. okay there wasn't much wine in the grocery stores (laughs) and uh so when we set up 56 in fall creek we had the wine right there and uh after about two weeks we go you know we're either selling a lot more wine than we used to or somebody's stealing it (laughs) so we'll check that out we checked it out and the good news was we were selling well, why? Well, because there were more people. Think about 1976. Hamilton County was just beginning to grow. A lot of new money. Northeast Indianapolis, that area, Windridge, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, older people that have been around more, traveled more. Well, we started selling a lot more wine in the other stores to the point where when we set up our next store, we had a wine aisle all by itself. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 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 And 56th Street, we made a wine aisle all by itself. So 
sometimes you 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 learn yes well, <laughs> and that was so long ago yep and this right? is a really interesting point that you bring up too danny is that um the wines that you're going to get to taste and opportunity to be exposed to at vine society are not the kind of wines that you're going to find even in a specialty wine store really mm -hmm. many of these are imported strictly by vine society through relationships they have you might be able to get them in a restaurant but definitely at a higher price point than what you're going to be able to taste and you them. can never count on it that's right Right. right. That's right. So it's just, it's a really, it's cool in that it's exposing you to some new things that way. Old world and new world. So there's a lot of European wines and then a lot that come also from California and Washington area. Well, so say you fall in love with particular wine and you're a member of the Vine Society. Can you then reorder that wine in perpetuity? Yes, you can. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then you'll be able to get discounts through being a membership and, and that kind of thing as well. So. Well, let's 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 talk finance what's a membership cost there are two different levels of memberships you can join at the $75 a month level or the $150 a month level and what's the diff the diff is that you're still gonna get three bottles of wine and you can choose if you want white red or mixed those are also choices okay. and one of them is called cellar wines so they're gonna be wines that are at about a 20 to $25 um, wholesale cost per you know value and then the estate wines are the 150 and they're running at more like fifty dollars of a wholesale more upper class wines you got it right you got it um, but i will tell you this the cellar wine is the membership i have i have not had a wine that i did not thoroughly enjoy and was unique one that i had not found anywhere else so are, are you are you red wine white wine what are you what are you i am mainly a red wine drinker Which, what's your favorite they have a wine that's special to vine society that's called garbonata and it's from the Priorat region. It's a it's a red blend. It's fantastic. What I, country I, is the Priorat? Uh huh. That's Spain. Spain. Yeah. Okay. So it's a Spain, okay. which is funny because I in the past would have said I didn't really like Spanish wines. So. Um, okay. So so these so right now the virtual wine tastings there monthly at least well no we're not doing a lot for the club members really what's going on right now is that it's become a huge attraction for businesses and nonprofits. Oh, okay. to be able to use these virtual tastings as professional development for people in while they work remotely client entertainment donor cultivation fundraising okay like i okay. said we're doing several different types of wine um tastings coming up for three different nonprofits as a way to be a part of their virtual galas for lack okay. of a better okay a word so that's and, really what's going on with vine society right now and being in rotary you're already connected to a lot of not-for-profits right? exactly yeah. exactly that's yeah a great so, place to go if you want to be around not-for-profits is the indianapolis rotary absolutely club. so lots of ways to do good there yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll put in a plug for the rotary club yep. well we're going to do one more underwriter break talk a bit about next week's show thank our host and then we'll be back with jenny of the vine society of indiana you're listening to the Indies Trusted Servant Show on 91.9 FM. WITT, listen every Wednesday at 4.30 for lively local small biz and community talk where you can feel the pulse of Indy. We want to thank the host but the studio for 91.9 FM. All this unpredictable music we have lining the walls and CDs here in the, uh, in the studio. And the Indies Trusted Servant Show. That is My Pet Carnivore a pet food distribution warehouse on Shelby Street in Fountain Square where Paul and Suzanne and their very busy staff um, distribute healthy frozen pet food to pet food owners only 
not stores, in 48 states. You can uh, think about what two states they might not be in yet, but I wouldn't put it past a man. There are forklifts zooming around here. There are trucks pulling in and out of the alley and delivering stuff and picking stuff up and taking them off to Pennsylvania or wherever. It's an amazing business. And thank you for the space in your warehouse. We have two underwriters for the show right now. First one is my alma mater, Cathedral High School. If you have a student in 5th through 8th grade, make sure mark your calendar for Cathedral High School's virtual open house. Hopefully they're only one. Thursday, November 12th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Enjoy the sights and sounds of our sprawling, beautiful 40-acre campus as you experience Cathedral virtually. The event will include Q&A panels, performances from some really talented musicians and singers and so forth, testimonials and giveaways. Greatness is calling. So register today at gocathedral.com slash open house. And as I've said since the fall of 1958, go Irish. Um, the other underwriter is our good friend Ryan Henry at Open in Indiana. Not only can you go to Open in Indiana and get uh, former episodes of the Indies Trusted Servant Show back through October of 19, uh, but you can also check out Open in Indiana, your destination for finding the people, places, and things and events that make Indiana a great place to live, work, and visit. If you own a business in Indiana, list your business and events with in open in indiana at www.openinindiana.com to get started and follow open in indiana on instagram facebook and twitter and finally next week our guest will be cathedral high school's semi-new principal uh julie barthel and uh, one thing we will talk about is uh the difficulty of running a school during covid and uh, how cathedral has done it and everybody's doing it a little bit different, but uh, boy, it is a challenge, let me tell you. Okay, now, we, our last segment with Jenny Agramonte of the Vine Society. Um, now, the slow dinners, um, the, you, you're not able to have those, or are you? Well, we're working on that. We've had a couple of people ask about doing those virtually um, as well, and we have great partnerships with a lot of different um, catering services and restaurants and chefs. And interestingly enough, one of our main chefs has been helping with the boxed meals that are being served at Shepherd Community Center throughout this pandemic. Oh, neat, neat. Yeah, it's really cool. And oh, he, Shepherd Community Center. What are they, a great org. We've oh had my, them on the show. They're fantastic. They're and what fantastic. they're doing on the east side over here is oh great. Oh, Lord, yes. So, But what's interesting is what Chris has discovered is that the same methods that you're doing for making these boxed meals for the families in that area, you could do at a higher level and send those out virtually just like to, we do the wine. Just like you do the wine. Home-delivered meal. You got it. And, you know, you'd follow the instructions that are given, um, and there would be pauses in the time. So, like, you could have several different groups even meeting together with slow dinners in different locations, and you just have longer pauses where you'd say, okay, hey, while we're tasting this wine, now's the time to, to make sure that you're putting this in the oven or taking it out. I mean, there's a lot you could do with it. So yeah. we yeah. haven't really got that far into it it sounds challenging though oh yeah yeah definitely and and the person at home it's a challenge for that person too but maybe a fun challenge exactly so so tell me that let's say we're back before covid or Uh or let's say we're we're beyond covid you got your your wine 
monthly wine tastings or twice monthly wine tastings and your slow dinner how do those differ exactly they're differ exactly as they sound so the tastings are going to be and this would go for businesses that would want to look into them as well the tasting would be for any number of people i mean we're doing virtuals for 150 more people using the chat rooms and the breakout rooms it's crazy it's awesome but you just a tasting has people that are coming specifically for that you're going to taste wines a lot of times we'll have hors d'oeuvres that pair well with those okay okay so um and we will usually have the winemaker there as well to tell you about it so sometimes it will be wines from a specific winery or a distributor or something like that um that's a tasting and it can be like i said 20 people and it can be 150 to 200 is there a minimum number of people um it really depends on the space and what the reason is that we're they're doing the tasting okay so and then the slow dinners are exactly what they sound like you're going to be sitting down with a group of people you're going to get at least a four course meal that has um, wines paired with that and what's fun about them is going back to this premise of why vine society was founded the encouragement is to sit with people that you don't know as well and uh-huh. to get to know them through meaningful dialogue. So you'll find sometimes these guys even have conversation cards on the tables. Uh, to start a dialogue. Yeah, and they'll just yeah. say, okay, guys, pick up the conversation card, you know, and everybody talk about that. That's funny because uh, how long have you been in Rotary? Oh, gosh, five years, going on six. I've been at nine or ten years, and I knew who you were. You probably knew who I was, but we never had any kind of lengthy conversation until we had the 531 club yeah yeah uh, uh just a few weeks ago and we 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 because there was a small number of people there right so we were able to get to know each other and i i said to myself well gee this this sounds like a good you know a good uh, topic for the for the show well and look at that danny about 10 of us stayed afterwards and what did we do we had dinner. we had dinner and, and wine you had wine and i had beer <laughs> that's right so the slow dinner you mentioned in your notes jeffersonian concept explain that so basically a slow dinner is an idea that came from thomas jefferson both when he was the ambassador to france and when he ah. was the president and if you remember he monticello was called the white house of the south and thomas jefferson when he was president spent most of his time at monticello and he would do meetings with his cabinet with uh visiting ambassadors with people that he needed to meet with many times there and many times over food and drink he had a full farm and winery there so it was locally uh-huh. sourced okay um and he well, i wonder if he got interested in wine because he was the ambassador to france i possibly. think that's a very big part of it yeah, yes i'd have to read the whole story but i'm pretty sure that that is a big piece of it yeah, yeah. and what's cool is that he felt like first and foremost these were meetings in his mind not just dinners so he had an intention going in that he wanted to have a conversation about and an, an outcome that he wanted to have happen and he felt that people were much more comfortable obviously when alcohol is involved you'll be more open it created more ideas being able to look at things from a different perspective and he found that that made for much more um useful meetings and helping them solve problems and things so it's just and if you think about it it's such a smart way it, it the whole premise of thinking about why we gather whenever we gather 
makes us more intentional in our conversation. And I don't care if you're talking about a baby shower or a Thanksgiving dinner at your own home. If you can go into it thinking, you know what, I would really like to find out what's going on with this person in their life or, you know, what what are the plans for this couple when they have this baby? It's just going to direct things and the different the conversation is completely different. Now, boy, I just had a good question flashed through my mind and the <laughs> senior moment in my head uh, just kind of blocked it out. Um, something you said, I wish I could remember what it was. Oh, so let's go back. We're, we're going to run out of time here real quick. So if you want to become a member of the Vine Society, that is that cost a monthly cost? It is. So, and um, you can drop it or start it at any time. Any time. So, mm-hmm. Okay, it's not like yep. it's an annual membership no, no, no. or anything nope. like that. No, nope. And And the two levels, again? Are the $75 and the $150 level. A, mu- a month. A month. And, and mm-hmm. Three bottles of wine. Three bottles of right. wine. Okay. Hand delivered to your home. Yeah, okay, great. Yep. Do, yep. do you have any idea before we sign off when you might start doing live events again? I don't know. I, I'm it, really, it's, it's just, hard to no, it's hard to predict. You know what I'm saying? It's, and we're so busy right now. We really are busy with these events for really? corporations and for, for nonprofits. It's, it's hard to, it, you know, COVID changes everything and causes a lot of pivots and it's caused Vine Society to pivot and recognize the fact that it's like, these are great tools and the, in the, these times. If the not-for-profit wants to have a fundraiser and they can't gather. That's right. It feeds. So give us a, give us a, a, a website or contact information you know what you can always go to vinesocietyindy.com but i'm also very happy to give you my my web address i'm the person that usually starts talking about these events on the front end and then kind of figuring out how we can make it happen so anyone can get a hold of me at jenny agramani at gmail it's j-e-n-n-i-a-g-r-a-m-o-n-t-e at gmail.com spell that last name again a-g-r-a-m-o-n-t-e and i'm glad you did that because i would have not put the i on the end of jenny so yep yep exactly so okay great well thanks for being our guest this week jenny and uh, don't forget next week uh julie barthel principal at cathedral high school we'll see you then uh have a great week